Hey, Tiva. Hey, Franzi. We are in Prospect Park. Yes, we are. <laughs> Listen to the birds and all the natural sounds. And all the helicopters and all of the airplanes that I did not realize went through this path. All at once. We tried to record an actual episode, and it was just like, it wasn't working. It was a fail. It was a fail. Like, <laughs> Every five minutes, you'd say? Yeah, there's some feet shuffling by. Yeah, so this isn't a, a full conversation in color episode, but rather just like a, a, a sit bit, like a, a catch up. Yeah. Because I, I still want to know what is going on at your life. Yeah. What's happening? Uh, you know, I just got back from my trip to NOLA. It was so much fun. Okay, do you, do you need to say what NOLA is? Because I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Like, stop giving me looks like I should know everything. For those who don't know what NOLA stands for... Which, a.k.a. is just printing. It stands for New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah. Where Lil Wayne is from. Yeah. Where Birdman is from. Yeah. Where Juvenile is from. Yeah. Where they're from. Okay. Everybody knows NOLA, right, Franzi? Yes, and, and I feel like you added those names because you just like also assumed that I knew that those people were from there, which I did not. Um, Franzi, are you or are you not Solange's biggest fan? No. I said fan. <laughs> I could have I sworn uh, you had a sweet spot for Solange. No. Because I was about to hit you with a question of where has Solange been all along? I, don't, I know they're in New Orleans. I know they're the Carter she, families in New Orleans. She says Nola. Nola? Yeah. Okay. On her Instagram? Is that a thing? It's It's been a thing. Okay. Like, well, so, I've, I've, been, like, I've been absent from life. Uh, a little <laughs> bit busy. So a lot of things are passing me by, which is why I really like having these conversations with you. So I know what the kids are up to and what the lingo is. Yeah! <laughs> like, I want to know what's in the lexicon. Like, what's, what's, what's in the, you know, the cultural, like, circulated wheel. Okay, Franzi, I'll, I'll educate you since you had to have your head in books a lot. I, I do. Like, they're it's good. Okay, it's, though. It's, it's okay, though. It's a nice little world that I... I'm building for myself. Let me tell you about what you've been missing, though. What have I been missing? Have you ever had crawfish? I'm allergic to shellfish. Oh, no. You know this. I have an EpiPen. I, I, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I did not know that. I got it recently. I went I went to get an, an annual checkup, um, and I told my physician that I had a really bad allergy, and I probably would have died, and she said you should get an EpiPen. Oh, my God. So I have two EpiPens now. I recently got my friend who... We went to Amnola with uh, Karima. Which is New Orleans, for those of you who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's she, where Solange lives, for those yes. of you who don't know. That's where Solange be taking pictures, in her words. Okay, fine. But yeah, uh, my friend Karima, I, I recently found out that she's allergic to nuts. I didn't know that all along. And she was acting like you, like... I told you it. I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even remember okay. So that. this is just a reminder for me to never have you cook anything for me <laughs> at all. Like, no, for real. No yeah, you can't off. trust me. I can't yeah. trust you. Oh, shit. That sounds real bad. That is bad. I can't trust. You could buy, like, store food. But, yeah. There are so much things going on in NOLA. The conference. I, I was... Um, what conference? The NABJ Conference, the National Association of Black Journalists. So I want to hear all about it because <laughs> the last time we were in DC, you mentioned you went to it, and it just gave me this image of like people being like really good at their field and coming together, and being people of color doing that. That's pretty much what it is. It's a lot of black professionals. There are other um, races there as well, but it's predominantly black, and it's an opportunity. For people to, I guess, you know, reconnect again and 
network. I have a friend. I have a friend who um, went there solely to network, and um, there are other people who just want to come for the workshops or the parties. They have a really great yeah, party. parties. Yeah, the, um, I, have, I think it's called the, um, the Sports Jam Task Force. Uh-huh. Everyone looks forward to that. It's usually on a Friday night. They have that party. Uh, they had it at the House of Blues this time in New Orleans, and it was packed from wall to wall. I had a great time. But it's in D.C. That that it was in D.C. last year. Every year they have it in a different state. Next okay. next year it's going to be in Detroit. Wow. Yeah. So so you were in New Orleans. I did not know that. That's, yeah. That's cooler. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, kind of jealous. Is it uh, so? For people who don't know, like when is it exactly though? It's usually in August. There's not not really like a um, specific date, but they let us know as the time comes near. It's usually held in August. Okay. So I, I still want to know a bit more about the foundation of the conference uh, because it seems fairly similar to other resources we have in our community. Um, so, for example, I'm thinking of uh, BET, Black Entertainment Television. Um, and in the 90s, we had the UPN Network and we had uh, Jeff Dam Comedy, all of which uh, predominantly hosted content by people of color for people of color and pro- practically because that wasn't available, so we had to create those for us. Does the conference um, take up the similar space um, as those? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of similar. You can network there, but it's not a network. It's called the National Association of Black Journalists, and it's... It's comprised uh, of media professionals and students because I became a part of NABJ when I was a student and journalists, people who are, you know, established in in that field. NABJ's purpose is to provide quality programs and you can find them in uh, a lot of states and their purpose is to, to serve people of color and to advocate on the on behalf of uh, black journalists like me, advocate how there's um a black woman who was I think she was with CNN and they canceled her program to bring in another white woman and then NABJ like they wrote something about that you know on her behalf like oh that's wrong they're taking away the voice of a black person to bring in another white person on that program and there's so much white people already there. So, so what role do you um, play in in this field at the moment? What do you do? I'm a digital producer, so I, I'm i more behind the scenes. I work with the web aspect of journalism. So, for instance, uh, the print stories, that content is migrated to the web, and I optimize it for people like you to find it when you Google certain topics. So I implement the best SEO practices and you know, use tags. I help with the layout of the articles by inserting photo galleries that were made already, uh, put the appropriate photo galleries in the stories. I'd either find video or I create branded content video. So in that respect, what do you personally get out of the conference? What do I get out of the conference for my myself alone? Uh, for what you do, yes, for what you just said that you did. What what I got out of the conference as a digital producer, you know, I don't write, but I can still uh, see things and correct them if they need to be corrected with permission most of the time. And one of the um, workshops that, that was very helpful for me was the panel about data. It's It was called Turning Numbers to Words, Driving Stories with Data. And uh, they spoke about how some... some um, 
some articles would have, uh, I guess, you know, numbers in them, and those numbers need to be backed up, like it needs to be verified. You can find data by calling calling the companies to verify the facts or check the websites and reports. Uh, one of the guys who were on the panel, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but he suggested using also using investment.com that helps you to uh, figure out if your information is accurate. There was someone in the audience who uh, who made a statement. He said something that I didn't even know. He 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 spoke about a story for the um, election and how they had all their data, but the day before the elections, that data changed and it messed up the whole story. So that things like that can benefit me because I um I have to read these stories that I optimize, and if there are things that are that I, that I think are not accurate, I look it up to verify it. Data adds to the meat of stories. It's what makes it accurate. And you know, that information has to be verified for your for your for your story to be considered as factual. So is it teaching you how to recover from something like that? It teaches you how to prevent these things from happening. It it's not necessarily a mistake on your part. It doesn't it's not always that because information changes over time. It, I think they call it uh, provisional. So yeah, you just have to always verify your facts. Do you feel like there's now a greater like need or importance put on like verifying your resources because there's a surplus of media on the web that are reporting um, news? Yeah, because um, these days anything can be considered as news and people... Instead of taking it with a grain of salt, they take it as the gospel. And uh, a lot of these articles that you have to read to, to know what's truth and what isn't, you have to pay for it after a certain time or on the spot. And then you have platforms like Facebook and all these clickbait articles that are shared a lot on social media. And people people don't, sometimes they don't read the stories. They don't read past headlines. There's like more of a need to have accurate stories out there because they are out there it just depends on who's willing to read past the headline so if you're not already and working for a magazine how do you like sign up for the conferences could i do it like i'm, I'm yes, nowhere near you can sign up as a non-member okay. we were actually supposed to um get there wednesday but me and karima missed our flights because we um we we didn't estimate time very well, and we got there five minutes late. But do you ever estimate time very well? Francie, I'm tired of your shit, okay? <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a question that's based on facts. I'm just like trying oh. to like pull those truths oh. out of you, because it seems like you're not letting them go. <laughs> Crazy, stop. Okay, fine. I've only missed two flights this year, so... I did not even know that. <laughs> That's two more than you should <laughs> But the second one wasn't my fault. It was just circumstances, you know? Yeah, but, time was the circumstance. Yeah, but we made it. We, we made it. We made it Thursday, and we made it to the convention. I was able to um, go to two workshops, and I was sick. I was sick for like a whole day the next day. Did you run into Amarosa? No, I didn't, but I... Did you know that she was there? I think so. There were so many people there. There was... Even Shamar Moore was there. Wait, who's... Is, oh, Soul Train Shamar Moore? 
he was on the soul train? I think Shimomura was on the soul train. You mean soul food? Was Shimomura wasn't soul... He took over... Um, I'm old enough to remember two people on Soul Train. Um, Shamamor and the guy that's bald and really big. <laughs> and he's the guy from Charmed. <laughs> doesn't Sh- doesn't Shamamor have curly hair and yeah, his light does. skin? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Why is he at the conference for journalists? Um, you know what? Um, they just bring black professionals there. Okay. So like, he has some skills. It's, it's media, you, you know? Okay. So that's why, that's why artists come there sometimes too. Like last year... I got to see um, Lupita, her movie. Um, what was the movie? Queen, it, Queen of Cotway. Uh, Queen of Cotway. Yeah, the, the movie seen. about chess. It was really good. I would like to see it, but I'm not in the mood to feel emotions right now. <laughs> she actually, she got real emotional after that movie when she came yeah. out and spoke to us. She teared up a little I've bit. I've seen the trailer. It's, it looks like I would cry. Yeah, um, it was real good. It was very good. I'm not ready to be teary-eyed right now. You know something that she said that really stuck with me? She spoke about how um, growing up, she always she never saw people who looked like her on TV. And that's when she started tearing up. Because mm-hmm. th- everyone can relate to that. Almost every little black girl. Because we have well, to... Like, isn't that the black folk narrative? Pretty much. And it, it I was shocked because she was living in... in um, in her country, is she from Kenya? I have no idea. Please don't well, ask me questions. I'll just say, um, <laughs> when, when she experienced this living in Africa. So, where you would expect that they would predominantly be seeing people who look like them? This year, um, I was um, able to see no celebrities, which was, was fine with me. I really came there to spend time with my friends and network and meet new people. Did you swap cards with anyone? I actually... Is that a thing that business folks do? I actually... I did not do that this year. Because you don't have any cards. I have a lot of cards. <laughs> but the day that I chose to network, that was a day I was also sick. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Like, you're on your feet just, like, getting your business done. Kind of, oh, I got most of my business done. Okay. Yeah. As usual. <laughs> It, that was meant to be a compliment. Sure. And it came off not as a compliment yeah, exactly. because Cause, you cause kind of had a loss. Like You took an L for like a day. Yeah, because you're naturally shady. That's why. Okay, so I'm not. It's okay, though. It's okay. I want to tell you about my Uber experience in New, in New Orleans. What happened in your, Isn't Uber the same in every state and every location in the country? The driver was different. We're leaving the hotel because... We couldn't book the Saturday because it was already booked, so we had to um, book an Airbnb for our last night. And we're putting our we're putting our luggages in the trunk, and the Uber driver's on her phone. And I'm the last person to put my stuff in the trunk, and I'm about to go sit in the seat. The doors open, and the wheels start rolling. She almost ran over my foot. Uh, I thought you were gonna say she was gonna drive without you. But you weren't friends. Yeah, pr- pretty much. <laughs> okay. So did you say something? Did you own your womanhood and your Crazy, adultness? you already know me. The, I, like, the loudest one of the girls group. Good. Not really loud, but the most outspoken. Was she your elder? Did you- yeah. A head full of gray hair. Okay. And I get, I finally get in the car. Like, I was standing, when she, when she stopped rolling, because they were like, what? what are you doing? And she, she stopped. And then I stand there, I'm looking at her, you know, for like five seconds or whatever. And then I get in the car and I start talking. And I was like, I was like, saying stuff like, "Oh, you about to drive off?" And I'm not even in the car yet, and you're on your damn phone. And she's not paying paying no attention to me because she's still on the phone talking. So I'm pissed as hell in the car. The lady then she she asks us, "Have any of us written a book?" Corey's like, "No." And we're like, 
So I asked, I asked my friend next to me, I said, who asked her? Like, why is she even talking to us right now? Shouldn't you be driving? So she starts talking about herself, and she's like, I wrote a book, and I have an ISBN number. And I'm just like, what is wrong with her? Like, what is really wrong with her? And she goes, and her phone rings, and she picks up her phone, like, not, like, with headphones on. She picks up her phone with her hand, like she was before, and she starts talking on the phone. And me, being the angry person I was, I started to yell. I was like, excuse me, I'm not comfortable with you on the phone while you're driving. And then she says, I appreciate that, thank you. And then she rushes off the phone. I thought I was in the twilight zone. That has never happened to me in my whole life. Like, I was so pissed, Franzi, so pissed. That's bad, but I feel like it could have been worse. Right? Of course it could have been where she could have ran over my foot. She could have ran over your foot. Like she put our lives, she put our lives in danger twice. She put my life in danger first, and then she answered the phone while driving. Maybe like she was just thinking, "What you gonna do? Leave? <laughs> I'm, I'm already. You're not gonna leave. <laughs> you're but already committed to this. Your luggage is in my ride, car. <laughs> after each ride, we have to rate our experience. Yeah, but this is an aggregate. Uh, maybe she doesn't care. She's gotten higher enough rating so that like she couldn't have. It. That's the kind of person she is. Probably. Maybe she's looking for a new job and, like, Uber's the last step. She told us she has been driving Uber Uber for a year and nine oh, days. Geez. Like, oh, how, how can I forget these things that she said? I could be an Uber driver and I don't even have a driver's license. It, yeah, Uber's for everybody, apparently. On a few occasions, I've been in... Um, I've been with an Uber driver who I've had to take out my phone and, like, go through their Google Maps just to, like, direct them to where I needed to go. Yeah, that that annoys me, too, because I'm like, how did you pass the test? Like, aren't you supposed to know your areas when you when you get these positions? Yeah, there, there are three things that I'd like from uh, my driver, which is going to sound elitist, but one, I don't want to speak with you once I'm there. <laughs> Two, I would like for you to know where you're going, how to get there quickly. And three, please don't make any pit stops, because I've had that happen with me. Pit stops. What yeah, like the stops? person needed to go to the bank <laughs> to, to get like checking or something. Are you kidding me? And I was already leaving the state. Actually, I was leaving the country, so there was no point in really like making an argument. I just needed to get to the airport. But wow. yeah, it's it's pretty bad out there. Are there any big things happening anytime soon for you? Like, um, I, that's like that's rhetorical, kind of. Because there is a huge thing that's happening for you. I wouldn't say anything huge. You know, it's just something small uh-huh. going on in my life. Yeah? I wrote a book of poetry. Yeah. It's nothing crazy, you nothing know. Nothing crazy. Just, like, publishing work right now. <laughs> well, it's going to be self-published through Amazon Create yeah. Space and... Right. Small flex. <laughs> <laughs> Very small flex. It's coming out the 26th uh-huh. th- this month in August. And I invited you to the book launch. That's going to be the same day. Yeah, I would have shown up without an invitation. Oh, Francie's just yeah. boss like that. Yeah, I like free food, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, free food. <laughs> drinks. And the company. If you, could, if you can bring some Haitian patties, I'd be re- re- very thankful for that. Yo, that's a good idea. I should get some Haitian patties. You should get Haitian patties. I would like some Haitian patties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I'm excited for you. Like, you're saying as if it's not a big deal, but having done the work of, like, writing the content of a book and also having it edited and also have it, like, be turned into an actual book. Steps which I don't know what those are. <laughs> and I know they they come in, like, uh, like dozens. That's, that's huge. Crazy. You're putting too much on me right now, okay? Am I? Yeah, you like, are. Like, this is from an outside person looking in, and it's, like, I'm proud of you. 
with its core. Thank you, Francie. Yes. And I was talking to a friend and I was just like sharing. I was like, oh, I'm excited about going to my friend's book launch on the 26th. And like like a normal person, she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why are all of your friends so on top of their things and just shutting it down regularly? I was like, I don't know. Like, I just surround myself with people who are, like, at, at, who are at their game, at the top of their game. You're making me nervous. And just like Lindsay. killing life. You're making me very nervous. Just, like as a habit rather than with effort. <laughs> <laughs> a habit. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like you, you wake up like just like killing it. No, Franzi, that's not what people set out to do. Uh, yeah, those are like plebs. They don't know any better. You know, <laughs> they they can't get on your level. That's okay. Stop it. <laughs> I'll stop. But for those of you who want to know, the book is called Colossal Heart. Yes, you finally said it. It's paperback. It is. It's beautiful. I have to say, uh, it looks like there's a lot of forethought behind it. It looks like someone sat down and had meetings, like multiple meetings, yeah, to figure out. True. Like, yeah, it's a proper like book. Oh, I mean, you know, when I do things, I, I, um, I don't like to just do it just to say I did it. I have to do it the right way because if I'm gonna presentable. Yeah, it's work. You're like this is still your job <laughs> yeah and it happens to be something you love yeah exactly it doesn't really feel like work if you're having fun you know yeah like this is where you would want to be and nowhere else like this is what i want to do if i can get paid to write mm-hmm. for the rest of my life i do it i used to want to do that and that's why i'm trying to like do that now <laughs> you can do anything you set your mind to man you can according to eminem yeah Alright. You have not even asked me how I'm doing. Because you keep asking me questions. (laughs) Like, if this was me, like, giving you... A segue? I thought you were going to say something. Not even a segue. Just like, you still haven't asked me. Francie, tell me what you've been up to. Well, Atiba, not much. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a new gray hair? I have many gray hairs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm growing... I'm I'm getting older. I can tell. (laughs) But it's it's being done gracefully. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's like methodically placed great i'm sure it is uh yeah i i don't i think i'll be a silver fox when i, when I get older <laughs> right i'm I'm happy for you if that's what you turn out to be it's that's uh, you should have just like said I, I know you'll be like a handsome old fella but okay i know you'll be handsome <laughs> i don't know if you'll be a silver fox okay fine. you have one strand now who knows i have the two holes Where's the second one? There's one here, and then there's one, like, here somewhere oh, else. I need yeah. my glasses for that one. I know. Like, they're growing in because of stress, but also <laughs> <laughs> because of age. Age is a thing that's happening to me. Uh, so what have you been doing all along to age? Um, to age? I can't, like, I'm, I don't have to do anything. Age is a thing that's happening <laughs> without my permission. So then how do you get stressed out? I, I work. Um, Tell you me know. about that. Uh, well, like, I'm, I'm currently working as a project manager for a study and I'm doing, like, the jobs of three people. <laughs> What's the study about? I um, can't really get into it, but it's a study that's researching upland prosthetic devices to potentially provide to um, individuals with upper limb amputees. Uh, so that's what I've been doing for three years. And I'm also, at the same time, applying for a PhD in clinical psychology. And so all of the gray hairs are coming in. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, it's stressful. Um, but recently, I've been listening to Spotify again, and I've been getting my life. How are you listening to Spotify when I gave you my title password, you traitor? So you canceled title. 
I didn't some cancel point. title. I, I, s- I, oh, I changed the password. I have to give, okay, give you good. the new one. So that's the thing. Like, I knew at some point you stopped having title, so I never wanted to accidentally log in and then reactivate it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, a team doesn't have title, oh, so I'm shoot. just going to, like, stay off of title and go back on Spotify. Okay. And it's still the free version because I don't want to pay for anything at the moment. Cause... Well, you can still get it free from me. Yeah, all right, I'm paying good. it for it. Yeah, good. I, I will take you up on that offer. So, yeah, I currently live in Providence, and I'll be moving soon so i'm excited for that when are you moving and to where i don't know so that's the thing is it gonna be out of rhode island i like i really want it to be out of rhode island please god Uh, because no one knows where rhode island is and that (laughs) doesn't exist um it's a it's a fine like state (laughs) providence is a fine city i'm sure it is um but i'm ready for a change uh i'm ready to like start a new phase of my life which hopefully involves me getting into a fully funded uh clinical psychology program so it's all up to which school accepts it's, it's, you. Yeah, it's up to wherever I get like in. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, I'm probably gonna have to move back to New York. Just uh, wow, I know. Back to your old stomping ground. Yeah, living under my parents' roof. I'm like, getting following very happy. Their rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like for only a few months and then like leave again. Right. Yeah, but that means I get to see you. Maybe. Exactly, that's when I'm like back to your old stomping ground. But I feel like you'll be busy like you always are. Because, like, you're a grown up. That's what grown ups do, they stay busy. <laughs> yeah. No comment. No comment. Like, it's fine. Make your money, get your life. <laughs> yeah, like two jobs and, and school full time. Yeah. I wonder how I'm going to do that. Like, everybody else does it. It's, it's no bigger. Just you pull got it, it off, huh? Yeah, just pull it off. Like, pull out all your stunts.